Hey y'all, welcome back. This is Michael and you are listening to Empathy And. This is the Coronatine episode number one. Coronavirus quarantine. Yeah, I know, wordplay. I should leave those alone. I hope this finds you well wherever you are at a safe social distance from others where you can still exhibit some empathy for the people in your life and that you live and work with in the day-to-day. Just because we have to be at a distance doesn't mean that we have to be isolated. I think that's something real important to think about as we consider how to proceed in the next few days and weeks and maybe even a couple months. I saw something today that the CDC is suggesting that there be no large gatherings of 50 people or more until uh, this starts to level out. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And unfortunately, we see um, we see some of the bad that us humans can kind of bear upon the world. We see folks hoarding items like toilet paper, of all things, bottled water, um, hand sanitizer. I'm sure everybody saw the young man that I guess purchased up close to 17,000 items or units of hand sanitizer only to be without a place to sell them because eBay and Amazon shut him down because he was price gouging. Good for them. This can bring out the worst in us. Fear tends to bring out the worst in us. Fear as in as an evolutionary response means that we need to protect ourselves and protect our family to the detriment of the people around us. What I would suggest is that we need to open our eyes up a little bit wider in regards to what and who our family is. We're connected. We're connected at a cellular level. We're connected at an energetic level. We are all connected. We are all family. And it's incredible to see how people will show up for each other when we are in crisis. Because we need to notice the the good too. We need to notice the beautiful things as well. The people offering to do food runs or store runs for those that might be immunocompromised, for the elderly in our communities, for folks that need help because they already are disadvantaged and need school districts to help with a healthy meal for their child at least once a day during the school year. Those are the things that we need to consider. Those are the people we need to consider when we realize that it is not just the right thing to do, it is the Christian thing to do. 
to separate ourselves and distance ourselves and ensure that everybody among us, especially the least of these, aren't compromised. So I hope that you're well. I hope that your family, you know, that I hope that your families are well. I hope that you are in a situation where you can bear out a number of weeks of doing this and that um that you're uh, I hope that you're advantaged to do that. Not everybody is. There are people that are servicing us essentially people in the service industries, people that are first responders, people within the healthcare uh, industry, the the garbage man that comes and picks up our, our garbage. I mean, all of those elemental things, all of those essential things that happen week in and week out, most of these things aren't going to stop happening. The police will still be roaming the streets and doing protecting and serving. Firefighters will continue to be first responders as well as EMT, as well as doctors and nurses and orderlies and technicians that man our hospitals. They are on the front lines of this. The people that are stalking those shelves at your grocery store. They're kind of on the front lines, aren't they? The people at the eating establishments that are doing their best, I'm sure, to ensure that uh, nobody else gets sick because of them. But they are here, and there's many of them are still around, and they are helping service the public. Please consider all of the people that vocationally have decided for one reason or another to be in service to the rest of us. That is not a subordinate position. That is a honored position. Many feel like they don't have any other where to go, anywhere else to go, but there's a lot of people that love the work that they do and love to serve people. These are people that are probably very high on the empathetic scale, if you want to call it that. These are people, people. And they live their lives and they work their jobs in the midst of the rest of us. We should be grateful. We should be honored. We should be careful. (laughs) We should keep our distance. Do our best to not infect anybody else and do a lot of elbow tapping. We're all in this together, y'all. We are all in this in a way that, well, think of it this way. I know that it's really scary to consider a lot of these graphs and these maps on how this virus is spread. And then you look at it, I mean, that that's scary, but you look at it from the perspective of connection, 
And it really paints an incredible picture, doesn't it? We are connected. I've been saying that since day one. And some of these maps just prove it. The fact that a global virus of this scale happens like that just proves how connected we really are. We inhabit each other's space. Now, obviously, what's happening right now is something that is not exactly a positive thing, but let's let's twist our brains around it. Let's reframe this to understand what it could mean from a positive standpoint. When all of this is over, and it will be, and hopefully there aren't, you know, too many uh, too many deaths. I, I really. That would break my heart. I, I really hope that doesn't happen. But when, when all of this is over in a few months, we're going to be left with this lattice work of connection. And we're going to look at that and realize what happened. And we're also going to realize the potential that we could use this framework for other things. We inhabit each other's space. We use each other's energy. We touch each other in ways that we never even understand, realize, or comprehend. So why can't we use that connection for good? Why can't we use that connection to encourage love and empathy and kindness? Let's twist this around. And you know what? We don't even have to wait until it's over. We could do it right now. We could twist this around. We could do what's right, keep our distance, keep our germs to ourselves, wash our hands, wait a while, love on each other, make sure that people are okay, ensure that we're not hoarding supplies so that the least of these can can be able to get their fair share. And let's utilize this connection to make sure and ensure that we love each other better. That's what I hope we learn from this. And that's what I hope we do with the lessons that we've um, that we'll that that we will take from this experience. It's it's crazy, y'all. It is absolutely nuts the things that I've seen. It makes me sad. It makes me sad because when I watch people hoard supplies, that to me is like the, uh, it, it's, it's exactly uh, the image of scarcity. We start hoarding things that if we just take what we need, everybody would have enough. But we get so scared, back to that fear thing, we get so afraid of what could happen that we start taking too much. And when we start concentrating on the scarcity rather than the abundance, 
that the only thing that's left is actually the negative. It's the fear. It's the fact that some of these supplies won't be around for the people that really need it the most. A scarcity mindset will only leave you wanting more. When you approach life with a scarcity mindset and you start hoarding resources and hoarding energy, it only makes you want more. It never satiates. It never completely lives up to the billing. It never does what you think it's supposed to do. You keep on looking and searching and grabbing for more. It is only when we see the abundance of life that is around us that you loosen up a little bit and you realize that there's enough for everyone. So I hope that you take this time with your loved ones, that you stay at a, so, at a safe social distance. I know I keep on saying it. Social distancing is the new introversion, by the way. Let's take this time with our loved ones, with our kids. Let's read to each other. Let's get those books off the shelves or get something on Kindle or whatever. Let's, let's read to each other. Let's listen to some podcasts. Let's watch some TV together. Let's talk together. Let's play board games. Let's play card. Pull out the poker chips and play some poker with your kids. It's okay. This could be a really incredible learning experience for a lot of people out there. And I really hope that we take the opportunity to see it for what it is as the chance to really embrace each other in empathy. It'll take time. Be patient with it. But I am so glad that we are here together so that we can love each other through it. Peace, y'all.